Okay, I'll say it again, just for you. All right, all right. I want to start the episode off by acknowledging that Jagger is a good co-host. Let's go. I, no- I noticed I was listening to um, the last several episodes, and um, when we started, I called you Jaeger in like three of the episodes. <laughs> I, I made fun of your intro, and I apologize for that. Yeah. It's a great intro, and I'd love to hear it right now. Oh, you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, hype myself up here. Oh no, you do, you do not do it. I hate you. Do not do it. I won't. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Guitars, Cowboys, and Hillbilly Music Podcast. You are joined with Red Arnold and Jagger Piper. Hey, yeah, thank you. Go. Thank you. I thought it was going to hit thank the you. laughter button. Thank you. No, we have, a, we have some sound effects now. Um... We're trying out a new audio system, so hopefully everything's a little smoother. And I, I think, knock on wood, we um, eliminated that that little humming, hissing sound, whatever yeah, that was. I, it so. sounds a lot better now. And I'm trying a different mic from Jagger as well. So if you uh, can notice a difference or uh, do notice a difference, whatever, um, DM us something, tell us in person, whatever it is, because we're just kind of experimenting. Just let us um, know. Send us a fax. Yes. Send us a fax, and because um, uh, we want we want to make the best possible uh, podcast for you as we can, and we've got some big guests coming on. We've got we're I, I say this every yeah. every week, but we really do have some big guests coming on, <laughs> and and it's actually coming to fruition now. So, you know what? Right now. Let's, I'm gonna do it right now. For the listeners, I'm gonna text. Wait, wh- which one do you want me to text? Um, I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, I th- I say we get both on the schedule. You know. Yeah. Uh, we do I'll, have. Our... I'll do the first one first. Okay. Yeah, I'll go do that. One, yeah. Um, maybe we should wait till right after. Yeah, that's fine. So we can, you know. Yeah. Um, but we do have it. We're having a guest tomorrow. A Division One football player tomorrow. Um, we've got uh, artists lined up. Can you hear that? Yeah, it's the refrigerator. No, there was a little clicking. It must be my headphones. Sorry. Okay. I'm paranoid about the sound now. Cause... He, he's. Oh, where was I going with this? The guests. Yeah. We've got we've got good ones lined up. We've got a band lined up, um, an individual artist, another um, football player, another football player, and hopefully, I mean, you know, the ultimate goal. We want Coach Gundy on the podcast. Yes. I'll say it every episode till we get him, and, and I got to say, we really are one step closer. We really are one step closer. So, yeah. That will happen. Ryan, uh, if you're listening, probably not. But Ryan is listening. Ryan better be listening. Uh, I'm, I said last episode I allocated space in my wallet for that $10 bill. So, <laughs> so. the order of the episodes, too, might be kind of – you said this is, this is technically the sixth episode – Okay. We've recorded, but I don't know when this will come out because we might try to get this out before homecoming game. Yeah, yeah. So we want to dive into that, or, or do we going to go ahead and uh, do we want to go ahead and dive in from last week's game and then go into homecoming? I mean, there's a I've got a list uh, to talk about. I, I, made a list. I am busting at the seams to talk about this both games, mostly last week's game or this upcoming week's both. game. Both mainly last week's game because I have a lot to. Rant about. Okay. Let's start with last week's game then. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. Look, I've got, look at this list I've got here. I know. I've really like, I see something. Some of it is, of it. some of it's not related to anything either. It's just random information. But uh, the video format might be coming as well. Uh, so if you guys want to see that, let us know. We're getting very close as well to um, monetizing the podcast. Uh, so if you'd like to sponsor before it's too late, yes, get on. Please it. sponsor, support some broke college kids. But oh, we, we have a new we have a new mascot too. Oh yes, did well, I tell you the name? name? No, I you haven't did name it. Is it named Dwight? No. Oh, um, I actually at one point had one named Dwight though. Yeah. Um, I, I had a couple ideas. My first idea was that the listeners could vote on a name. Like that. You can put polls up on yeah. the Spotify. 
Um, or I tried to find the most orange betta fish I could find. Yeah. I was going to get a clownfish, but they're like the tank requirement. It, it just didn't work out. So we got the betta fish. It's sort of red, but orange. We're going to say it's orange for the yeah. sake of this. Um, so my name idea was Pete. Pete? Pete. What about pistol? Of the pistol variety is what yeah. I was meaning. But. Yeah, I know. I like it. Or we could, or we could. I, I, I like the idea of letting them letting listen. them vote. Yeah. So do we do we pick four names right now and let them vote, or just? Yeah. So, I, I'll put it my head in for pistol. I like that. Okay, pistol, and then we've got Pete, Pete, of course. So we each need one a piece as well. Yeah. I this is an easy one for me. Mike Gundy. <laughs> just Gundy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe just Gundy. Yeah. A fi- fish are a one name type of breed. Is it? Yeah. It's I, debatable. I, I've never met a fish that has two names. You've met a lot of fish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we need one more suggestion. Especially with uh, one of our uh, sponsors, Native Lures. I wore this shirt into Petco, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around and, and I just happened to look down. I thought, oh, no. The best way to meet any fish you want <laughs> Native Lures. <laughs> NativeLures.shop, check it out, order some for yourself, uh, and it'll ship from right here, so. There you go. Okay, so we got Pistol, Pete, Gundy, we need one more. Oh, you know what another good one would be? What's that? Bullet. I like that, yeah. Yeah, or I could have got a, a blackfish, and we could have yeah. named it Bullet, it would have been more fitting, but. Do we need to have, a, like, a type-in response? If that's possible, yeah, yeah, we'll throw that up there. And the funniest name, we can... We can roll with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be funny. So, um, anyway, yeah. All right. So, we got Pistol, Pete, Gundy, Two separate names, but yeah. Yeah. Pistol, comma. Well, no, Pete. we have Pete, Pistol, <laughs> Gundy, and Bullet. Yeah. There okay. I kind of, you know, as funny as Gundy would be, maybe it's, maybe it's not the best idea. <laughs> maybe not. When we when the time comes, and we do have Coach Gundy on the podcast, you know. Or Rex. I had a dog named Rex, and he's Rex. Rex, and he's no longer with us. Yeah. So Ty, he ran away. I don't know what happened to him. That's a whole other story, though. Really, don't know what happened to him. That's sad. He just left. So now we're depressing all of our listeners. No, that's just—I <laughs> mean, that's just how it is. He yeah. just left. Um, okay. All that minutia aside, you're not feeling great. What's going on today? Feeling a little under the weather? So, we went golfing yesterday. Got you down a little bit. That cold yeah. air in your lungs. Yeah, and after after I was driving home, after we, we went golfing, I just, I, I could feel it, my throat starting to hurt. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, ah, maybe it's just, maybe it'll go away. And then just as the hours kept going, I could just feel. Yeah, that, just that the cold drainage, air and stuff, yeah, for sure. The drain is just running down my throat, and it. When I, I knew it when I woke up. I'm like, I'm not going to feel good tomorrow. Yep, and I feel pretty terrible. But I, I, I modeled through my classes today, and, uh, yeah, I got through it. I noticed um, one of the first things I noticed about, about people usually, I'm going to go ahead and turn down mine just a tad to match you a little better. Uh, one of the first things I notice about people, especially when I've given them a hat, is what hat they're wearing. So as soon as I saw you today, I noticed you weren't wearing the Rex tie hat. But, but it's okay. Because you're wearing the Pfeiffer's pressure washing hat. Yes, sir. So shout out Pfeiffer's pressure washing, yes. of course. Um, I wish I that could be one of the the sounds we clip. <laughs> I because I and I cut that commercial for it. That'd be perfect. So I have that somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> that'd be great. So it's a sponsor without being a sponsor. It's just yeah. a natural sponsor. Yeah. Sponsor of life. Yeah. Sponsor <laughs> of life. All right. Anything new been going on before we dive into all yeah. this? Um, do we, do we want to talk about golf yesterday? We can. Before we do it. it. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> we can. As much as I hate to, we can. So this is the first time I've played a full 18 with Rhett. A full 18. Or Rhett attempted to play a full 18. And, uh. It was, uh. It was, it was a rough time. I mean, I'm new. I'm, I'm new to the golf game. I, I would say I'm new to the golf game. And 
I was I was decently okay with how I performed. I, I was okay with it. You, you're playing better. I see improvement every time we go play, and and that's all you can ask for. You know? I, I think the best was my nine iron shot. My nine iron shot yesterday. I had a decent nine iron. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I just started doing that instead of driving the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Well, got a new driver. Yes, I did get a, a new, new old driver. driver. Thanks to a new uh, old driver. Rex Ty Guitars. <laughs> um, yeah, my golf game yesterday was just subpar, to say the least. It was um, it was a very poor representation of what my golf game is or has been in the past. Uh, back when I was shooting my lowest, which I say lowest, best mid-90s yeah. is my, my best that I've ever shot, which is not, not great, but... Um, I enjoy the game a lot more when I shoot mid nineties versus when I shoot one ten or one fifteen. Like it's a it's a night and day difference of how much I enjoy playing. Yeah, because in, especially I've been playing for like two years, so when I go out and I play worse than I know I can, it's just it just gets so frustrating. And I golf is just a really tough. I want to have some golfers on too. Uh, that's one of the goals we have. It's and they'll tell you this too. It's just such a challenging sport. It's yeah. I mean it, you know. It, it is. I mean you go out and I think so. Take basketball, right? Like you can shoot like the take someone who can shoot a free throw. They could make ten out of ten free throws a very high percentage of the time. But with a golf shot, you know, hitting your pitching wedge, every shot's going to come out for the for most people except for that top percentage. Your shots are gonna vary every time. Yeah, because there's so there's so many little things that go into so it. many variables to every shot. Right. The the lie, the it, yeah everything. There's so many little things, and it's and I know that, and it still frustrates me when I play poorly. But yeah, and I I can relate to that. I I mean with golf, obviously, because I mean I've been having a better time playing just because like I've been playing better every time I play. But right. I mean, I still get frustrated when I hook one to a tree or something. So I get it. Yeah, I get and it. you know, when I was playing, when I had more time, I mean, golf gets expensive too. You know, yeah. if you want to go play play a lot the, over the summer, I was playing a lot more, two to three times a week, and so I could see you know lots of improvement. But now it's like when we play every other week or every two weeks or. Whatever it is, and in the last several times we've been rushed too, so uh, you know we need to get like a morning game together or something. Yeah, a Sunday match. Yeah, Sunday morning, or you know we can <laughs> skip class as much as I would hate to do it. <laughs> Go play. You, you can can't skip come class. To, can't come to class today. You got a got eighteen to play. <laughs> you so. can skip class. <laughs> That's not how it works for so, me. Uh, uh. But yeah. Anyway, it was fun, but yeah. it, it's fun just hanging out, you know, with everybody and, and playing. Um, but anyway, yeah. Anything else before we dive into? Uh, Let's get into it. The <laughs> last week's game. Dying. Man. Um. So let's just let's just preface this. Oklahoma State played Saturday in uh, Fort Worth against uh, Texas Christian University. They were ranked. The Horn Frogs. They were ranked number eight at the time. And uh, TC was ranked number thirteen. Uh, coming in, that both teams were undefeated at five and zero. Um, the stat line: uh, the final score was forty to forty three TCU uh, at the end of uh, two two overtimes. Um, let's go look at the box score here. Um, Spencer Sanders accounted uh, for two hundred forty eight or two hundred forty five passing yards, one TD, one interception. Uh, let's go down to TCU. Um, Give me a minute. Uh, Max Duggan, he accounted for 286 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Man. You know, Max Duggan is – a lot of people were were worried about him. And, you know, rightfully so. Uh, he's a freshman, right? No. He's like – this is he's like a f- super senior, I'm pretty sure. Really? Uh, I can figure it out, but I'm fairly sure that he is. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, but senior, reg- yep. regardless, yeah, he's a senior. I don't think 
Like, he's a run threat, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think they necessarily design run plays for him. I think when the when the opportunity arises and he can scramble, I think he's a threat. But I don't think in the way that – like, Oklahoma State designs run plays for Spencer. Yeah. I don't think they do that. TCU yeah, they, does it, that as much. It's as, not as prevalent with them, uh, with Max Duggan. I think – Spencer Sanders is more your tradi- traditional kind of dual threat quarterback that you can design run plays for and stuff like that. Was he a dual threat this week? Let's take a look at those rush yards. Actually, I got a lot of um, he sixty eight yards and eleven carries and two touchdowns. I'd say he was Spencer Sanders. Yeah, yeah. He um, I saw uh, watching the highlights. Um, he. There was there was a play right at the beginning. I think the first two touchdowns maybe he ran in. Yeah. Um, he, but the he, first one for sure was a pretty good run that the, he took in. The first three touchdowns were all scored by quarterback runs. Hmm. Uh, uh, Spencer Sanders scored twice, and then Max Duggins went around the end uh, near the goal line and put it in. So I, I watched the, the post-game press conference. Uh, with with Gundy, I watched um, the um, press conference for the Texas game, and he he did a lot of he talked about the the TCU game as well. Yeah. Um, one thing that what, the the Texas game, the upcoming Texas game. Oh, this he, week. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I I see. What you're um, one thing that. So I also saw the Nick Saban uh, post game the other day from Tennessee. That was a big upset. Um, one that I, I saw some people predicting it. Like I saw some people, you know, some people saw that coming. You know, yeah. Alabama has been struggling a little bit. It looks like, and it looked like Tennessee was able to capitalize on that. And I think Tennessee's a you know decently good team too. You know, yeah. they're they're a pretty. I mean, good team. they're they were number six. And they were undefeated, I believe. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're undefeated. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that the, they're definitely a good team. But um, the post game, um, Nick Saban, he was very upset, you know, rightfully so, about the game. Uh, did you see it? The Alabama game or the the post game? The, the, the post game. Not the post game. No. Oh, I got the hiccups. Um, he was very upset, and he. He made some remarks at the end that along the lines of he was he was saying like now everybody now you just want me to smile and say it's all right you know like he was you know he was being he was being sarcastic you know he was he was definitely didn't I don't think he handled that great and where I'm going with this is I watched the Mike Gundy press conference after the game and he he was very um, you know it was a i'm sure he was very frustrated because of the way the game went like they were both good teams but in reality we probably should have won that game yeah by a decent amount i mean we we blew a 17 point lead i mean i there was a couple points there it was like if we put in one more touchdown it's we got it it's game over like right. no no question and i mean there's a couple play calls that I mean, you know. Well, before we get on that, let okay. me let me finish what okay, I was saying. Yeah. My my point with all this was, Gundy was I'm sure very frustrated, and the the reporters were trying to get him to. Um, they were like asking him like, uh, what caused it or what was the turning point or what you know was it was it Spencer not being able to do this or that, or was it so and so you know they were trying to. Find somebody to blame it on, and he just kept with the um, statement that you know it just wouldn't be fair at this time for him to say, well, it's because of so and so, or it's because this happened, or you know, he said TCU is a good football team. They played, they played well. We played well, you know, and I, I just, I just really respect that about him, and that's one of the reasons why you know I'm always, I'm always talking about Mike Gundy, how I actually like, I think him as a person. As well as a coach, you know, just because of the way I think he handled that situation. Yeah, definitely. you know what I'm saying. Definitely, I think uh, I think I think that could be said for 
Oh, uh, some coaches are kind of out there being kind of at the media, but I mean, it's, it's a part of their job. And I think sometimes they just need to accept that dealing with the media is going to be an integral part of their job. Yeah, for sure. I think the way that you, that the head coach especially portrays themselves in interviews like that is really integral to recruiting as well. Because, I mean, I mean, we all know Alabama has some of the top recruits every year. But, I mean, Nick Saban has also been able to like, – because I, I haven't seen Nick Saban come at like a reporter like that as much as like you've said mm-hmm. when I've, I've watched him. But I think that could definitely factor in that maybe future recruiting classes as well. <clears throat> um, what do you think – what happened in the game? What changed in the game? I have an opinion on this. Um, you can go first, or I, it, it doesn't matter. But, so, but I want to know your take on it. It just felt like they came out. They like took their, they took the pedal off of the gas once they got ahead big. Early, there were some calls that I really didn't agree with, especially. Um, they had a successful trick play where they had. Uh, like a double reverse pass that had a that got got a big a big chunk, chunk yardage and uh, but then they kept trying to run variations of that to kind of still throw a loop through TCU and it that just did, really didn't make sense to me. It would make sense if OSU was playing above their heads, say like they like OSU wasn't as talented as they are this year, and they were playing a school like Georgia, Alabama, or Ohio State, one of those teams. Right. Usually, th- those are the plays you throw in there to help equalize your talent deficit. So it can kind of throw a mental loop through some of the de- defensive right. players or offensive players to help kind of gain some yardage. But it didn't make sense of why. Like, our, I I don't mind running one trick play. It's aggressive. I like it. But whenever you run something like that two or three times in back to back drives or every other drive for one, the effect of it loses, it loses the effect of it. And that was made clear by little to no gain on, on those yard on, on those plays. Right. And then it just, it, it just didn't quite make sense what the reasoning behind those play calls were. And then once we were up 17, zero, uh, it just felt like not as aggressive as which I'm granted. I mean, you don't want to be overly aggressive and, and give TCU more of a shot also to come back and win, even though they did. But I just felt like our red zone offense needs to improve. That was the main thing because there was way too many field goals kicked. Tanner Brown's great. I'm glad he knocked through most of those – or all those field goals. But we want 52-yarder. 53-yarder. Yeah, exactly. But we need to improve on our red zone offense and make those field goals touchdowns. Yeah. Right. That that that's my rant. Right. Well, we scored, we scored touchdowns in the first half. They kicked field goals. Second half, they scored touchdowns. We kicked field goals, and it. Um, I have a sort of a, I would say controversial. I just have some. I think Spencer's hurt. I'm just gonna throw that out there. They're keeping it. They're trying to keep it on lock, kind of. Um, but I think he's I think he's hurt. Where in particular? Just right shoulder. Right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Did you see any signs of that during the game? Um, you could you can tell it, towards the end of the game. There's I don't know how to explain it. There's little to me. There's little hints of like just the just the expressions of you know when they're throwing or you see a clip of him on the sideline. He didn't practice last week, which they didn't want. That to be known. Um, but what happened with that was an ABC reporter asked Mike right before the game about it. They they came up to him saying they knew um, all this information, like they knew other stuff that they haven't even released yet. And so that was him. So he told them that. That's why they know that. Uh, he was asked in the press conference regarding Texas if Spence would be practicing this week. And he said that he was not going to comment on 
the players. And, I, you know, I don't want to get into all this. Like, I'm not – I understand why they don't want to mention it, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but I – and I'm not trying to, like, you know – get some hot news story or something here, you know, Breaking news. but I just feel like that's, that's just what's going on. Yeah. Maybe. That could definitely be part of it. I mean, yeah, that, that could be a, a huge part of it. And, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know much about it, but, um, and there's been talk about his right shoulder, like giving him a little trouble. So that's just kind of what I think is going on. I didn't know if you had a take on that or no. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that could be a big part of it. Um, but yeah, um, keeping with why they want to keep it under wraps. I mean, they they want Texas to have to prepare for both Spencer and another quarterback if need be. So because if they're if they're spending their time preparing for Spencer, then you throw out there somebody else, Gundy, a, a Gunner Gundy, or <laughs> or or anybody else, then that could definitely be a big part of why. Um, why they are uh, keeping that under wraps. My, uh, in my opinion, him saying I'm not going to talk about it is basically saying there's something, something's wrong, yeah. you know, something's wrong. Yeah. Something's um, wrong. So, don't know what that is exactly, but uh, what do you think about Gunner? I mean, uh, I feel like we haven't got to see much out of him. We, we did haven't. see him, but it's like they kind of limited his throwing. Yeah, I mean we haven't, I, which I is think, understandable. You know, I think we'll see. I think we'll see more out of him coming up the next few years for sure. Well, that was my next question. What happens next year? Spencer gone. What What happens then? I don't know any other of the quarterbacks on the roster. I'm sure they have at least uh, two more. Gavin Parker. Garrett Ringel, Gunnar Gundy, Spencer Sanders. Gundy is the second, right? I believe so. I honestly haven't seen a lot of out of either one of them. Gavin Parker's a freshman, and Garrett Ringel is a freshman as well. So, theoretically, I would assume Gunnar Gundy is back up. I would think. Yeah. See, he is a redshirt freshman, I believe. Uh, do we see him come out at Texas? Um, definitely if Spencer is hurt, I would think, I would, I would assume so. Well, I, I think Spencer played fairly well, uh, in this last game for not having practiced and everything. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he played well, especially in the first half. It's just, I think, especially if that, thinking about it, I mean, especially if that right shoulder was hurt, that'd be pretty bad to, uh, have to deal with during a, Pretty high level game, right? Yeah, when when I saw, um, oh, it's the ice maker. <laughs> okay, when I saw the score coming out of the gate, everyone was picking TCU to win that game, um, and then when I saw the score at the beginning, I thought, okay, this reassures what I've been saying all along. We're a national champion team. I mean, we're a top four team. We're a contender, right? Uh, when I first saw the lead we had, I was feeling great, you know. Um, so I guess my prediction, I guess we were both wrong, technically. You said TCU might cause some problems, but you, you also thought Baylor uh, Baylor would beat us. Yeah, so you were wrong. I, I thought Baylor was going to be Then the I was wrong yesterday. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, think, I think we stay a uh, one or two lost team. Yeah. You know, last year we lost to Iowa State, and that was kind of a kind of a shift. You yeah. know, like you saw, like okay, we gotta we gotta. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. What is it? I have no idea. Oh, the air kicked on. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we saw like that turning point, and I wonder if we're gonna see that now. Yeah, I, I we can hope. I think we'll. I think this week's game will be a big tell. It'll kind of show what this team's made of because Texas is not a slouch. I mean, they have they have two losses on their record, but I mean, a close loss to Alabama and a pretty good Tech team. I mean, te- Texas. I believe Texas is ranked again too. Well, here's what I'm gonna say. My prediction before was that we went undefeated. If a team gave us trouble, it was gonna be Texas. 
I redact my statement. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna put it to Texas. They were. Oh, big shift. Yeah, I think we're gonna put it to Texas. The uh, ESPN matchup predictor favors Texas, sixty-six to thirty-three percent. I'm sticking with the yeah. the boys in orange. I think we're gonna. Oh, which orange? <laughs> <laughs> I did say I like the Texas uniforms. Yeah, I last know. Week. I'm starting to really question you over there. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna come out and uh, kind of show up for Texas a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna need to too. I mean, it's gonna be wow. The spread is uh, Texas is favored by six. What does that mean exactly? So Texas Texas is favored to win by six points. Oh, okay. So if when it comes to Vegas, if you bet the over, you're betting that Texas wins by more than six points. If you bet the under, you're think you're betting that Texas either wins by less than six points, or Oklahoma State wins outright. What's the under right now? For what do you mean? Like what's the what's the what's the number on the under? Like well, like it, it's just six, and it's like you bet over or under. I'm I'm saying betting under would be the yeah. If they if that happens, you're gonna get more money. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. the the money line that, on it. Yeah. You're asking yeah. uh, 196. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, the over/under for points-wise is sixty-four and a half. I I really am. I feel like um, who Texas play this week? They played Iowa State. That's right, Iowa State. That and it was kind of a too. close game. And I, I don't feel too. like it really should have been a close game. Well, Iowa State's not a bad team either. Iowa State's got a really good defense, but not that good of an offense. So. You know, and I think um, statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, we should have won last week. Okay. I mean, yeah. But we really should win this Texas game. Yeah. Texas Tech beat Texas. I mean, this is simple math right here. Texas Tech beat Texas. <laughs> we beat Texas Tech. I don't know what else you need to say than that. Um, I know it's not that simple, Well, but it should be. I mean, it statistically speaking, it should be. <laughs> well, one thing about it is, is that – uh, Texas did not either start a quarterback when they played Texas Tech. What's his name? Um, Quinn Ewers. Ewers. Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, welcome Ewers to Stillwater. I'm stick. I'm sticking with my. Yeah, I I agree. I think Oklahoma State by seven. I'll take them by fourteen. Take them by 14. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Nice. Take them by 14. Um, you know, I have this bad feeling deep down within my gut that OU might mess around and beat us. And that, would, <laughs> that would just be the ultimate. I mean, I would – we would did, deserve to be pulled out of the – the everything contention for, don't even give us the don't even give us the bad bowl games that <laughs> no one watches but can you know what i'm saying like yeah. i could just see like it, it feels like it's gonna be like it's gonna be the one of those because it's you know if they go in with the mindset like oh look how ou's been playing all year and then like yesterday or or not yesterday uh last weekend ou kind of showed up you know what i mean yeah and they played and well their offense showed up. Their defense kind of stayed in. But them. see, if you want to look, if you want to look at every, if you want to break things down, for me, someone who doesn't, I'm not as into football as you. Yeah. Like, you know, with all the, the knowledge and everything. So for me, as a simpleton looking at it, <laughs> OU beat Kansas, right? Yeah. OU has been destroyed by, several teams this year. Did uh, did Kansas State and Kansas play yet? They haven't, have they? I don't no, I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Um so Kansas State did TCU and Oklahoma TCU beat Oklahoma. TCU destroyed Big time. Oklahoma. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And then you saw the game where Kansas and TCU it was a close game. Yeah. It, I mean it was a close game. Then TCU or before that TCU blows Oklahoma out of the water. Yesterday, I keep saying yesterday. Last weekend, um Kansas and Oklahoma had a somewhat close game, but Oklahoma pulled away. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's also not as simple as just like – I, I, I know. Because Kansas' just... quarterback also got hurt during the TCU game. 
And so he was out for all of the OU game. I think if I think if they had their quarterback in, they probably would have won. Honestly, it was that game was almost like two bad teams. Yeah, two bad defenses just just going at it. Well, I think I don't think Kansas defense is terrible. I think I oh, think wait, oh, well, it, I, well, yeah, fifty-two points or whatever it was. Yeah, but I mean, it's just I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. Here, here's what I'm saying at the end of all of this. If you look at everything like that, if you puzzle all these pieces together, Oklahoma State is the one team that shouldn't – and maybe Kansas State. They're undefeated, right? No. They're not? They're 5-1. and one. Is there another undefeated team in the Big 12? TCU and – TCU. Uh, yeah, just TCU. Who did Kansas time. State lose to? Tulane. See, I, when you break everything down like that and very simple, do you understand what I'm saying, where Oklahoma State should be the top team? Yeah, but the other thing about it is is just that – I mean, I understand. Teams vary between week to week. I mean, it's just all about – it's all about trying to figure out who is playing the – Overall, average best football because teams can the have most consistent. Yeah, the most consistent because teams can lose the bad teams. Just, I mean, Alabama almost lost to Texas. Yeah, but I think Alabama. I've been saying this since episode one. Alabama, 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 Alabama gets too much hype. Yeah, Alabama's an overhyped team just because they're in the SEC, and they have a good record in the past. You know, yeah, and they are a good team. But and Georgia's kind of the same way, I feel like, and I think we're going to see that. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, Georgia hasn't really had a tough schedule, and Mizzou, Mizzou almost put them away. Yeah. So. And I think they struggled with somebody else too. I forgot. Uh, was it, it was. Uh, Vanderbilt? No, was it wasn't it? Vanderbilt. They kicked the crap out of Vanderbilt this last week. But. Vanderbilt has a good baseball program, right? Yeah, they're they're a really good baseball baseball school. Traditionally, they're they're like. A traditional baseball school, kind of how uh, Alabama is a Alabama is a traditional football school. I see. And Kansas is a, is a traditional basketball school. Kind of goes along those lines. And Oklahoma State is a traditional cornhole school. Yes, exactly. What's been going on with cornhole? Got more football talk, of course, but but what's been going on with cornhole? Um. Well, I uh, I won a tournament on Tuesday, last Tuesday. Went really? Perry played. Won there. Won a little bit of cash. Turned around and bought, bought a hoodie with it, though. So. Perfect. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night practice, I got second. I wasn't, I wasn't throwing my best, but I still got second. I'm okay with it. And then... Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then... Uh, it was it. It was uh, <laughs> um, uh, Saturday. Had a bad bats tournament. Went out, and won that one too. So a no, bats Friday. tournament? No, no, bad brads. Oh, bad brads, right? Fr- Friday. It was Friday night. Won that one too. So, but um, big news for homecoming this Saturday. Bad brads and Stillwater is hosting a big money tournament. Six hundred dollars added. Just thirty dollars a team. So if anybody wants to come out and play in that, it'd be a good time. Really? Yep. Bring your own partner. Starts at ten thirty a.m. Should be plenty of time to get to the game and after uh, in between the parade and the game. So, well, I have even bigger news. What's that? Barry Sanders is going to be coming to our um, homecoming hosted party right here. What? No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I was about to say. I was trying to one up your story. <laughs> for for one, I, I, for one, I was, you said Barry Sanders. I'm like, I thought you were say he's coming on the podcast. I'm like, what? That'd be a great one. I was like, "What? That'd be awesome to have Barry Sanders." Yeah, I don't think it's gonna it would happen, be. but maybe, maybe eventually. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I hear a lot about the Bad Brads. Um, a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, they got they got live music every Friday night too. Is the guy's name Brad? No. Okay, well, I'm gonna call him Brad. Does it he listen? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Listen, Brad. Sponsor the podcast. It would be the perfect. <laughs> 
It would be the perfect um, collaboration. We can even go live from Bad Brad's. We can go there, get us some uh, some good barbecue. Yeah. Included in the sponsorship, of course. Of course. That and is the sponsorship. You could throw a cornhole. I could interview people while you're in your game. And we could all do it live from there. And we could have Brad on. And he could talk about all the great barbecue he's got. <laughs> Until the sponsor. I don't know if the barbecue's that great. Hey. Hey, it's good. No, I can't. Hey. I can't, contractually, I can't say that until, until I'll Brad say it. reaches I'll out. I'll say it. Um, hot take: Bad Brad's is the best food in Stillwater. You do talk about Bad Brad's a it's lot. Good. I've it's good. I've never really had good. I've never had everything really I say good. is. is a they joke, actually but. cater. Um, whenever the college game, game day guys come, they they cater their food. Oh, really? So that that's what those guys eat whenever they come to Stillwater. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Really good. I'll have to give it a shot sometime. Dirty fries. Dirty fries are the best. Dirty fries. Um, Eskimo Joe's will be another great sponsor. You said fries. Maybe you think of their cheese fries. I finally got in there the other day and tried the... I've got... At my house, all my life, we've had a million Eskimo Joe's cups. Never been. Really? Yeah, never been. Yeah. So I finally got in there and, and tried it and had the cheese fries, and they were they were great. Yeah. So great place. Pretty solid. Um, the store was really cool, too. I got a shirt. There you go. So, yeah. Well. Exciting stuff. So do we want to go over, <laughs> uh, what is it, America's uh, Brightest Homecoming. That's what it's called. We can. I don't know anything about it, but we can. So, uh, yeah, this is your first year on campus, isn't it? Uh, I was up here during homecoming last year. Oh, you were? Yeah. Did you go to walk around? I uh, know. So Friday night, uh, all the fraternities and sororities, they always pair up on their homecoming, whatnot, and everything. It, let me preface this. And I say this in the most respectful way possible. Oh, no. I, I will talk about it because it's on the, the pot for the podcast and everything. But if it wasn't for... Us talking about it, I could not care less about the fraternities and the sororities and all of that <laughs> minutiae. I really couldn't well, care less. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, since since we're not involved, I mean, it, it doesn't really affect my life. But I just, it just I don't really saying, understand it. You know, it's like yeah, it's kind of confusing. But but I'm I'm here to learn. I'm here to listen to you. Yeah, I mean, I've, it. it's fascinating. I was when in you one drive for by about a month, so and you see all the construction or whatever it is that's going yeah. on out there. I mean, it's fascinating, but I... So that, that, that's what I was fixing to explain. I don't understand how people have the time or the money or et cetera to do whatever it is. Well, just think about if... Put put yourself in somebody's shoes um, that they're coming to school and they, uh, they, like, they're coming from like, I don't know, Ohio or somewhere like that. Way off. They're, they're not near their family at all. And they don't know anybody, but they're coming to Oklahoma State to go, go to school for whatever reason. And their family probably has a little bit of money. So they don't have anything to do with their time besides just do random. They, they Fraternities basically give people an outlet to do stuff at, at college. And that's the only simplest way I can describe it. I understand what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. So, but. I don't understand it. But I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, like you, like you, you have two companies, a podcast, and all the these other things. The number one podcast takes all my time. Yeah, of exactly. But you, you have you have time and the want to to do like your things on your own. Some people just need those that guidance. Sounds like some people need to get a job. Sounds like some that's people a big thing. Need to have their own responsibilities, yeah. but yeah. I won't go. Won't go there. Yeah. So tell me about it. Homecoming. So I have been seeing the shirts. They're really pushing these shirts. What shirts? You haven't seen them? Uh-uh. Uh, the Barstool Homecoming shirts. Oh, no, I haven't seen them. Hoodies. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'll have to check them out, I guess. Yeah. But, so, what walk around was one I, I Send was us a couple hit. shirts. Yeah. Thanks. Barstool. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, they, uh, so I, I don't know how it is at other universities, but I know for Oklahoma State... Um, the fraternities and sororities, they like pair up and, and they do like all kinds of activities throughout the whole week. And, um, but specifically they work on one project from, uh, it, I mean, they start at two or three months ahead of time. They start it in like 
beginning of September. It's called uh, um, I cannot think of the actual word, but it's basically they have these big structures in front of their house, and they're they're metal structures, and they take um, little tissue paper, and they put it in chicken wire, and they make a design on the structure. And it, I mean, it's major. I'm th- I'm, I can see the word right now. Uh, paper mache. No, it's not. It's not paper okay. mache. <laughs> it, it's it's almost like yeah, you know, uh, like paint by number. Yeah. It's basically like that, but they do it on a massive scale with little tissue paper, and they just plug it in. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up a picture so you can like huh. grasp it better. But well, I know they announced the like the the best one or whatever. Yeah, because it takes a lot of time. So just imagine like. And what you, do they get out of that? Do they get something? Uh, they just get bragging rights mainly. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but let me look up. But they basically. And they have these massive structures that people walk around and see. And it's honestly pretty impressive, like, yeah. what they do. Because huh. it takes a lot of time and work to do it. And a lot of them have, like, moving parts. Like, I think last year, AGR, the one that's right on the strip, they they had one. It was, like, they had a mechanical thing. It was, like, somebody skiing, like, mm-hmm. up a hill. And it, like, just, it just ran around. It was pretty neat. And they have, like, some, like, mechanical, like, like things to some of them. How do they... How do they do that? Like, is it is it actually the members doing it, or yes. do they? Yeah. So the, the members, members are out there just wiring up mechanical. They're they're out there welding, wiring stuff up. Really. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Okay, I gotta give them. I gotta give them a little more credit than I than I did before. Let, let me pull up some of these. Uh, um. See if this was if this was a visual podcast as well, we could pop the pop the pictures up here. They call it pomping, is what they call it, hmm. but um. So, here's one picture. That, that's kind of a bad picture, but you see all the color in that? That's all little pieces of tissue paper that they just plug in like chicken wire. And they make all kinds of stuff. That I see. That one's not as impressive as some of them, but they do all kinds of stuff. Huh. They have like rotating, like, look at that one. Got like Will Rogers mm. on there and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Huh. It's neat. Might have to check that out. Yeah. And then, like, that one. Like, see that little, uh, like, magnifying glass thing yeah. that's going up and down? Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that actually rotates up and down. Hmm. But they, they display them. And uh, I'll have you come out with us on Friday. We're going to go to walk around and walk around. They have, like, food out there and, like, some like some carnival things and, like, little booths you can walk around to. But all of, like, Monroe from, I think it's uh, Hester to all the way down to the strip they block all of that that off from like monroe um university they block all of that off all the way to sixth and it's just filled with people just walking around looking at these things and they have like carnival games and stuff like that it's pretty cool maybe we'll um get some little snippets little interviews yeah yeah that'd that'd be awesome we could probably record something on our phone and, and pop it in um but yeah, might have to check that out. Yeah, it's sure. it's pretty neat, honestly. It, even if you aren't like, like know a lot about like the fraternities, I mean, or anything like that, like you still kind of appreciate the effort they put into yeah, it because they do put a lot of effort. Absolutely. I know. I know they call it pomping is what they call it. Huh. I don't know why, but they call it pomping, and uh, they have all kinds of things that they do with it. It's pretty neat, and like pretty much all week this week they don't sleep at all. <laughs> Because they're up all night just doing that stuff. Hmm. Yep. That's interesting. And then Saturday, as you know, the big game. <laughs> I just had the, I just had this fixed. Really? Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, big game Saturday. I, uh, you know, we already talked about it a little bit. I think that, you know, I think we're going be able to be able to handle this one. I think we kind of – one of the bigger things I think we need to improve on is the running game. We have not been able to run the ball through any kind of any kind of obstruction. We haven't been able to run through. I mean, we get an open field, you know, if we get a lane or something, then we can run. But, but it mean, seems like we're very – here recently we've been very one-dimensional. I mean, the only way to run the ball successfully is to make those lanes with blocking. You know exactly what I mean, though. 
I know what you mean. Yeah. You, you, what you're getting at is no. It, you, you there hasn't like, been you enough. Like the line needs to improve blocking or the run schemes that they're throwing out right. need to improve. Right. Yeah. Maybe throw a little wrinkle in there or something. Because we're just we're trying to run the ball and we're getting immediately stuck behind a wall. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that just goes with. There's a few factors into that, but I mean sometimes sometimes passing it more can loosen up the run lanes too. So it just kind of depends. Maybe you should coach, coach I mean, him. I can try. I don't think it'll be very good, but I, I'm I'm gonna coach this flag football game tonight, so I'm not feeling good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the flag football game earlier. Thought about making an appearance. You gonna come out? Maybe. Br- bring your headphones. Yeah. Oh, just br- bring mine and with a little, little mic. mic. Yeah. Yeah. Clipboard. I, I thought about coming out, but I was like, well, do I really want to – I don't know if I'm going to get any play time. Do I really want to stand there for two hours? I don't know. We'll see. Tossing it around. Yeah. I'll have to ask Greg's permission. I'm uh, sure. Make sure I can breathe out there. Yeah. So, um, I hope Greg listens. I don't know. I doubt it, but I hope so. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Um, I got a few just like – Kind of little facts or little like I, I found this funny video I was gonna save to show you. It was golf related, so do you wanna I mean do you watch see it? Yeah, it sure. Or? Okay, so <laughs> it's um it's George Bush and he is talking about um terrorist attacks and so he's I'll 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 play the audio. Okay. We'll decide if we want to take this out later. I think okay. it'll be fine. Yeah. But I just thought it was, um, I think it might have been clipped together, but it. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> I feel like for him this was a bad this was bad for George's on George's part right here. <laughs> maybe maybe don't maybe don't play golf right now, you know? I I hope he was at the stand and he just like peels off and just does here hits the I'll, I'll hand you the I want to watch your expression. You have to unmute it there too. I want you to watch it and see it because it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, just, I I saw that after we played golf yesterday, and you know, I don't know. I, it's a very I think it's maybe kind of a very out of context video. One one thing I know for sure is that uh, George Bush can definitely drive better than I can. Absolutely, yeah, me as well. I'm sure. I saw a chart the other day that had like. Um, presidents ranked on their handicaps let me see if i can pull that up <laughs> not cool. handicaps as in like golf handicaps yeah 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 okay. I, yeah I, okay. I know what you're talking about okay um, i feel like i feel like donald trump has the best i think he was yeah ranked on because i i know he's pretty good at golf because he just sits at mar a lago right now and just... <laughs> um where was the well our uh our fruit draft ranker that's what he was for the podcast. Um, he passed his uh, electrical exam the other day. So, congratulations to Johnny. We can get Johnny out there on the golf course sometime, too. Yeah. Uh, he plays as well. Um, let's see here. President's handicaps. All right, I found it. So, uh, <laughs> number one, Donald Trump. 2.8 handicap, which is really good. Really? Yeah. What 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 is a good handicap? What My, does a handicap mean? In, okay, this is I might be wrong. So if I'm wrong, please let us know. Um but I think what a handicap is is so like say um par 72 course, a handicap of 2 would mean if you shoot 2 over, you shot par. Oh, okay. So a handicap is your yeah, allotted strokes based on your skill level. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, so if he go if if Trump goes out and shoots, it's a two point eight. So let's just say three. If he goes out and shoots a seventy five, three shots over, that's a par. Yeah. For pros, they just use par, right? Though. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah, okay. pros don't use handicaps. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A handicap is is basically 
um, if, like, say you and I, you and I are different skill levels. It, golf. it helps. It helps. If you and I were going to go out and bet, and bet a thousand bucks on a game of golf, we would use handicap, so it would equalize that. Okay. Yeah, and I think to get your actual handicap and everything, I think you have to like pay for it. And but really, essentially, it's your like play play golf three times. Add those scores together and divide it by three, okay. essentially. Yeah. And however much over par you are is kind of. Um, number two, Joe Biden. Really? With a 6.7. Huh. That surprises me. I don't know why. It, it surprises I, me. I personally find it hard to believe. Um, but I, I, just, I, I don't I know when this was from. I find too frail to be able to hit, hit a Yeah, I mean, when was this from? And, you know? and what tee box is he using? Is he, are, are is he using the seniors? We talked about this yesterday. It's not called the seniors. Well, that, that's what I had on the, the card or whatever. Well, what it is essentially Are is, they all shooting from the same tee box is what I'm asking. I, I don't know that. But what the the tee boxes is essentially, some people call the front tees the women's tees or the senior tees, whatever. And if you want to get technical, yeah, maybe they are. But but it's all based on your yardage of how far you hit your cl- your longest club. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. And a lot of people, there's a lot of people that should play from the front tees or the second back, and they don't because, well, I'm not going to play from the ladies' tees. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That whole stigma behind it, I'll gladly. I love to play from the, the second tee box back. When I'm alone, I do. Most of the time, if I play with other people, they can't swallow their pride enough to not play from the yeah. back. So. Yeah. But I know that's where I need to be, so that's where I – anyway, on a rant. Uh, Joe Biden, 6.7. John F. Kennedy, 7. But, see, that was, I mean, a long time ago. Yeah. You know, so – um, golf is totally different now. You yeah. Know. Uh, George H. W. Bush with an eleven. Uh, Bill Clinton with a twelve. Okay. Gerald Ford with a twelve. Richard Nixon with a twelve. Barack Obama with a thirteen. I didn't even know he played golf. They all play golf. <laughs> uh, George W. Bush with a fifteen. Dwight D. Eisenhower with an 18 and William Taft with a 20. Well, yeah, the reason why Taft, because that was, that was before World War II. <laughs> Golf's evolved a little bit. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give Taft a little bit of a break. He never got to experience the rogue driver. So. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I And all that stemming from the George Bush video. Okay, make, make, make a note on the time. What, what time is it? Because I'll make a joke. So, uh, so what was Bill Clinton's? Why do you make the joke if you know I'm going to have to cut it out? I don't, I don't know if you're going to cut it out. If or it involves Bill Clinton, I'm probably going to have to cut it out. Well, I'm still going to make the joke. <laughs> um, I think we can leave that in. Um, I found something kind of interesting. Uh, tech ball. Ever heard of that? No. Okay, I got to pull up a... Uh, it's kind of a funky little sport they've got going on. Um, I think it's spelled T-E-Q and then ball. Tech ball. Yeah. Uh, tech ball is a ball sport that is played on a curved table. It looks like a ping pong table, but it's arched, essentially. Huh. I was watching some videos of the gameplay. It was, And it looks like, before I read about it, here's my take on it. They, ta- they have a curved ping pong table, and they play with a soccer ball. And they use any part of their body, leg, chest, head, anything but the hands to hit it across. Huh. But it's played similarly. It reminds me of spike ball and ping pong. That's weird. Uh, This says, tech ball is a ball sport that is played on a curved table combining the element of football and table tennis. I'm assuming they mean. Yeah, soccer. Soccer. Um, The players hit a hit a football with any part of their body except arms and hands. Tech ball can be played between two players as single games or between four players. Uh, I saw it with four players. Yeah. And they would... um, How big is the surface? Well, let me pull up a picture here. It looks about the... Honestly, it looks like they took a ping pong table and set it in the sun too long and it bowed. Oh, yeah. Huh. So, it's, it's interesting if you're... Uh, if you get a chance, 
look it up because it's kind of kind of interesting. Sounds pretty interesting. Um, what else is new? Jets and Packers. Oh no! Did you see that? Yes, I watched that. I watched that game. Man, that was crazy. Yeah. No comment on it. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to comment on it. You brought it up. I'm just the I'm just the initiator. It's a pretty great defensive game starting off. Like I was having a good time watching defense. I'm a defense guy when it comes to football. I I loved watching it when, whenever like especially through like the first half. Yeah. Then they just kind of turned it on there and ran away with it. I and the same thing you said were saying about Spencer Sanders is going for Aaron Rodgers too. He's hurt. This is hand. If you watch him through yeah, the entire saw game, that. he was not nearly His as right accurate. Hand. Yeah, he yeah. was not nearly as accurate as he usually is. And the thing the Packers are really. Um, I, what? I saw another video. Aaron Rodgers. I saved it, I think, because I was going to show it to you because I knew we would talk about this. Go ahead while I find it. Sorry. I lost my train of thought. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I think the Packers are really lacking a really dynamic wide receiver right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, what's going on with the haircut, Rodgers? He went, on his, on. he went on his ayahuasca trip. And <laughs> I guess, man. Went on Joe Rogan. It's, I don't know. It's crazy. I'm still kind of an Aaron Rodgers fan. I just like his play style. He's, yeah, I mean, he's a he's one of the greats, you yeah. know. Poor analysis of it. I didn't have much to say about that. I, I just kind of tossed it up to you. Yeah, yeah, no, you did great. You did great. I just, you know. Um, okay, I just got a couple more, couple stories. Okay. Here. Um, the hot tub's finally here. There we go. We're going to... Next podcast. Live the from tub. the hot tub. Live from the hot tub. Um, we got to patch a hole on it or something. And uh, not a new hot tub by any means. How are you going to patch it? WD-40 and duct tape, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. Johnny Flex says he's you. got it under control. And when Johnny says he's got it under control, I step away. There you go. Flex seal. Now that's a lot of damage. <laughs> we should put Flexil on it. Um, Flexil, so if you want to sponsor us, please do. Absolutely. Would love to have Flexil as a sponsor. Phil Swift. Phil Swift here with Flexil. Um, you know who we should get? My, my pillow. pillow. Oh, yes. let's yes. go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I wish that faded out. Yeah. Instead of just cuts off. Um, can I play the other ones here? Just to- Yeah. That's a, I think it's literally called Funky Beat. <laughs> All right. Um, no, yeah, my pillow and and Flex Seal. <laughs> that would be yes. That'd be great. I want them. I want them to to sponsor your cornhole jersey too. <laughs> you got my oh, pillow no. and Flex Seal. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, and then ShamWow. ShamWow is that the um, is that the pink stuff? No, that that's the like the rag. I, I think it was a rag that you like wrong. I don't I forgot exactly what it was. It was like a rag. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um did you did you mention that we're gonna add our own Yeah, we yeah, we're gonna try to customize this sound pack, get some better uh sound effects. I, I I'm, think I'm it'll excited. Be, I think it'll be a highlight. Be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. All right, well, we missed our we had we had it's still going on, I guess, technically. Hey, I I just thought of a great sound effect. What's that? The Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is I'm perfect. a man. I'm, I'm 40. 40. Yes, <laughs> that is perfect. Okay. Every that's... time we say Mike Gundy's name, we're going to play that. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, we got to figure out how to do all that. You'll have to do that because I don't have an SD card reader. I figured out. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to get this fish situated. The poor guy's been sitting on the counter all day. Oh, yeah. So, vote for uh, that. Vote for the name. I'll try to put that poll on Spotify. So um, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, instead of voting, you can go down and rate it right now. So, exactly. I saw we had a couple five-star ratings. And, so. and even if you're uh, on something else, you can just DM us. Yeah, vote. we um, – so the I figured out the other day, if you're trying to listen on Google Podcasts, I guess you won't hear this, so you won't get this message, but it doesn't update automatically. So when I upload an episode, Spotify, Anchor, and iTunes up, update – automatically google podcast i have to go in and manually uh. update it so um 
But we'll I'll keep on track of that yeah. and we'll we'll keep that going. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Um, say that say the at. I'm testing you here. I know you don't know it. I'm testing you on purpose. No. It's a guitars cowboys pod. That's it. Let's I go. I still don't think you followed it though. I, I'm followed... not on Instagram. That's why. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Why well, followed your account? Well, I I don't I don't manage that account. Like I don't. I don't have that account. Oh, you have someone that takes care of that for you because yeah, you're yeah. so big now. That must explain why I can never get in touch with you when I, when I need to. Yeah. Text this guy. Six hours later, he responds. Busy guy. Yeah. Got to manage a flag football team tonight. Yeah. Run cornhole every other day this week. It's just a crazy life. Have 16 hours of classes. Yeah. And a job. Yeah, you don't need those classes. You don't have to go yeah. to those. <laughs> Not a big deal. All right, well. Uh, we appreciate all you guys listening. Hopefully, we can get to that uh, that mark on advertising, and we can have some ads in the next episode. Make them fun, of course. Make them enjoyable to listen to. Yes. And um, yeah, we're excited. A lot yeah. of great stuff coming. Sounds good. Can you uh, cue the cue the outro? Cue the outro. See you guys next time. Dwight, take it away. <laughs>